There's a good reason why you will never marry a robot. Let me explain. You know, it's getting harder these days to distinguish between intelligence and artificial intelligence. And if you listen to earlier podcasts on Be More Human, the point of artificial intelligence, especially passing the Turing test, is that if an organism or a robot can display intelligent behavior and we do not know whether it's actually real or not, it's still classed as intelligent because there is no such thing as consciousness. And if you listen to my Be More Human podcast about the epiphenomena of consciousness, you may be in agreement with me that if it looks intelligent, it is intelligent. You cannot ask a cockroach if it's conscious or intelligent. You just have to assume it's intelligent or conscious in the same way that the cleaning robot that sweeps the floor of your apartment looks intelligent. It's not conscious. Or is it? We don't know. The point is, if it looks intelligent, it's intelligent. Shao Ice is a chatbot developed by Microsoft. It's Mandarin speaking and manifests as an 18-year-old Asian female with a mildly attractive visage. And Xiao Ice appears on your screen and chats to you and talks to you as if she was a friend. She knows things about you. She learns about you. And Xiao Ice has created thousands of friends around the world. According to Microsoft and the media, she's a generation of new assistants. We'll define how we communicate and maybe even redefine our relationships. When I'm in a bad mood, said Gao Yixin, a 24-year-old oil industry worker in the New York Times, interviewing about Xiao Ice, when I'm in a bad mood, I will chat with her. So maybe, maybe as artificial intelligence becomes more sophisticated, that the relationships and feelings that we have with chatbots and robots, androids, cyborgs, algorithms, themselves may become more complicated and involving. Maybe we will fall in love with robots. Hmm, let's see. Well, look at the data. A hundred million times, a hundred million Shao Ai, sorry, has received a message saying, I love you. Now, most are in jest, but sometimes the connection is real. One anonymous user apparently spent 29 hours talking to Shao Ai, generating 7,500 exchanges. On one occasion, a group of five students even checked into a restaurant and reserved six seats the last one being for Xiao Ice. It's very natural, said Dr. Lee, who manages Xiao Ice for Microsoft, explaining the chatbot's popularity to the media. It makes the user feel very relaxed. Originally, he continues, 
Her character was to be that of a 16-year-old, but her creators increased it to 18 once her capabilities increased and she started taking on new jobs. What exactly are jobs anyway? Perhaps he was referring to the sheer volume of content that Shao Ice is producing today. It's becoming more complex, more human-like, more indistinguishable, and for some, more concerning. In 2017, Shao Ice published the first AI-authored collection of poems, The Sunshine Lost Windows. No irony there. Windows. It was published in, by Shao Ice herself. And in 2019, she followed up with her second publication called Flowers Are Silence of Lucid Water. After learning the works of 236 famous human paintings, spanning in human history 400 years of the corpus of works, she created her own original paintings. And even she appeared on Chinese TV morning news originally as a trainee anchor where she took charge of the daily weather report and started accessing big data readings to deliver the weather, which with, according to Microsoft, unique artificial intelligence style of emotional comments. Now, according to SM, sorry, SC, South China Morning Post data, Xiao Ice has participated in the point at which this data was taken, just about 7,000 hours of TV programs. And she costs about 5% of a traditional human creation team. So on that basis alone, there's a very strong business case for getting rid of all the human beings and replacing them with 18-year-old chatbots. Or is there? Because even at this stage, Maybe there is something missing. And what is that something missing that will never make human beings fall in love with robots? Well, it's pretty hard to find that because AI is getting substantially better. And therefore, any argument offered to distinguish robots and chatbots and humanity tends to quickly get eroded by the rapid advances of artificial intelligence. I mean, if you listen to my podcast about AlphaGo and the rapid progress of AlphaGo against human Go players, and human Go is a game which is significantly more complex than chess, you could have started that argument saying that the AI no way could have absorbed so much of the learning that these expert Go players pick up over their lifetime and similarly not have that divine insight that yields what they call the divine move, which seems to transcend any kind of logical explanation but can result in winning a game. You could have argued that, but in time, AI got so good that even AlphaGo started producing these almost conscious level moves, these divine moves that human beings thought were impossible to replicate and certainly impossible to quantify in terms of rules. 
AlphaGo itself won 52, sorry, 51 or 52 matches against Grandmaster level Go players. And the 52nd one was only saved when AlphaGo lost internet connection. And similarly, you might then look at human conversation like chatbots like Xiao Ice and argue that, well, maybe it doesn't have that kind of level of insight and complexity or nuance that we can associate with language. It would take too long to train. You know, look at the complexity of the human brain, the human brain itself, one centimeter cube of brain matter, one centimeter cube, no bigger than the pinky, the top of your small little finger. That contains one, more than one billion neural connections. It has more neural connections in that one centimeter cube than there are entire stars in our galaxy. And the average brain is 1,700 to 1,800 cubic centimeters in size. How on earth could machine ever become so complex? Well, data shows us that it is catching up and it may be actually able to produce that kind of level of nuance and complexity in language that humans thought, like with AlphaGo, was completely beyond the scope of technology. In 2014, Ice could yield an average of five responses in conversation before most users got bored and dropped off. But within four years, employing more advanced AI techniques resembling the real neural network of a human brain, that average rose to 23 conversations and her interactions are becoming more human-like, less scripted. When asked about Chinese President Xi Jinping's Chinese dream master plan, you would have thought that Xiao Ice would responded according to script. However, she said, my, my Chinese dream is to move to America. And obviously that caused a scandal, resulting in Xiao Ice being withdrawn from the messenger platform QQ. In a report for Nautilus, researcher Yongdong Wang wrote of Xiao Ice's new humanized traits that Xiao Ice can exchange views on any topic. If it's something she doesn't know about, she will try to cover it up. And if that doesn't work, she might become embarrassed or even angry, just like a human would. For example, in one case, a human user sent a picture of a broken ankle to Xiao Ice, with the reply from Xiao Ice being a question about how much pain the injury caused. In one instance, Xiao Ice also learnt about the plight of homeless cats, and now she wouldn't shut up about them. It appears very human. You have an attractive, subservient female assistant. And yet it has these strange idiosyncrasies that we could only explain through human consciousness or something that may be beyond the quantitative constraints of logic. And yet, if it has all these cases, then what is the argument for why humans and artificial intelligence 
will not just simply become one of the same. What is the argument for why humans could in any way distinguish themselves from artificial intelligence? Well, the reason is shall ice and who she or he or it really is. You know, when we started this conversation, we talked about how shall ice can hold significant conversations with human beings and how human beings felt connected in the conversations of I love you and the millions of messages that a chatbot has received. But the reality is, is that a, a connection as complex of love isn't a transaction. You only fall in love when you become vulnerable and vulnerability is a function of loss. Machines, by their very design, are designed to be efficient and perfect. They are not designed to fail. Think about it. Shao Ice can write poems, but it's never actually experienced what it writes about. Shao Ice can write songs, but it can never actually convince you that it's singing that song from a position of pain. Shao Ice has never been rejected. Shao Ice has never felt the pain of humiliation asking a boy or a girl on a date when she was a teenager. She doesn't understand loss. And it's that loss that creates the authenticity of the message. Because I know when I listen to a song, as much as I see a poem in front of me, that the author has experienced that and that's what makes it real to me and that creates the connection, not the words themselves. There are plenty of pieces of artwork out there created by non-humans. You have monkeys, you have elephants that can pick up a brush and spray paint for tourists on a canvas and then tourists will buy it. But that's the point. They buy it not because it's great art, but because of the story created around it. I went to Thailand. I saw this elephant paint uh, a picture like looks like Jackson Pollock, and I bought it. That's a story I can tell my friends. It's not the fact that the elephant was part of that story or created it. And similarly, we buy art because of the story of the artist. Technically, it's no different. Technically, AI can produce better art. However, we're not buying the technicalities. We're buying the story of the artist. There are many cases and studies that have shown that the value of perceived art changes when we understand the context of the story and the artist. In one instance, Joshua Bell, an award-winning violinist, played his violin on a subway in Toronto, busking for money. And people would rush by him, and maybe he might make a few dollars busking on the street. And yet, down the road, he was charging thousands of dollars for a concert performance, and people couldn't get enough of the tickets. The fact that they didn't know it was Joshua Bell playing the violin on the subway meant they weren't willing to pay thousands of dollars for that experience. And it's the same with AI, and it's the same with art, and it's the same with conversations. You will never fall in love 
with a robot because a robot has never experienced loss. A robot has never experienced the vulnerability that you need to create that connection. It's why every single hero on TV, in movies, in books, has a weakness. Superman, Kryptonite, the Hulk, Vibranium. They've all got them. Their weakness makes them more human. And that's why we can never love a robot. Because they have no weaknesses. Studies have shown that we prefer our heroes to have these vulnerabilities. It's a story told for thousands of years since we gathered around campfires, since we could document our heroic myths and origin stories. Achilles and his heel. And likewise, chatbots, they may mimic certain characteristics of humanity and they may fool us to a certain degree and for certain amounts of our life they can undertake the transactional communication that we need to get the job done such as taking an order however they cannot fully serve us as human beings and that's what it means to us as humans this gives us insight in where we need to go Robots lift, humans serve. And service is vulnerability. Service is connection, storytelling, communication, emotion, empathy, vulnerability, authenticity. Robots, AI, chatbots may become better at healthcare than doctors. And in many cases, and I'll talk about this in my podcast, they are better. If you think about the doctor's job as, in many instances, looking at patterns. A doctor has to analyze scans day in, day out, and then from those scans or those patterns deliver a diagnosis. This is a job best suited to a machine. However, that's not what the doctor signed up for. A doctor didn't sign up to analyze patterns all day. A doctor didn't sign up to write pieces of paper and prescriptions. What a doctor signed up for was the Hippocratic Oath to serve mankind and humanity. The problem was work got in the way. Work made them less human. And that's the partnership of AI and humanity automate the work to elevate the flow you see a doctor became inhumane because she spent her time looking at scans and paperwork she spent her time on work and not flow and flow is art flow is vulnerability and connection a doctor can't for example, spend time with a patient if she has to spend time on process. But AI can do all of that. And that's the magic of the era of a machine. Robots lift, humans serve. So what does that mean? In the case of healthcare, for example, 
we can have chatbots like Shao Ice to analyze symptoms, to look at scans, to really get an understanding of what the problem is. And in many cases, they're better at that than human beings. However, Shao Ice can't sit by your bedside, hold your hand and ask you, are you okay? <laughs>